gifts. You got some gifts. I Hold got on. Some gifts, man. Hold, let me share this on my main page real quick. But <laughs> you got some gifts. Let's see what kind of gifts he got, y'all. We got uh, never before seen. We're gonna unveil this on Lavish Journey. All right, hold on, y'all. About to reveal the gift. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. What do we got? I'm just trying to share it, but it is what it is. They just got to miss up. All right, let's see this gift. That's for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. That is a custom-made bo bottle opener with the Collins Conversations logo made by Twisted Willow Fabrications out of New York. Um, we did an interview with them. We've also worked with Jeremiah Craig, uh, the son of the owner of that metal fabrication shop. Dope. And uh, he was doing a bunch of things like that for Jeremiah's music and his YouTube show. And he's like, hey, send me a, a real basic version of yeah. your logo. You know, I want to do something for you. So I was like, oh, sure. Wow. So sent him out the logo a couple weeks later, about uh, like a 10-pound thing of... Door, uh, bottle openers show up and, right um definitely great those are made out of uh steel not aluminum really so there's like th no break in that one you could open any of your bottles good to go shout out to colin for this you're the first person to give me a gift on the show oh, I, I appreciate i, I got this. something better coming for, oh. for you oh uh, we got one gram of cbd from envirostar ingredients oh man um, that was episode, I think, 55, Roxanne Diedrich, uh, uh -huh. the president of that company. They are a leader in water-soluble ingredients, specializing in uh, CBD, THC, um, among other things like Kraft macaroni and cheese powders, evaporated milks and stuff. But that will 100% dissolve in your water um, and make you feel good. You know, that was a really great way to start the show. I love that. Thank you so much for this. And where is this from? The CBD? That's uh, EnviroStar Ingredients. They don't actually sell CBD. That's kind of just a little sample. They sent me a bunch of sample packs. Really? Um, but they specialize in getting you the equipment. So if you wanted to start a business of, you know, I mean, everywhere you go nowadays is CBD. Right. Um, you know, I was just at the gas station. They got all the social CBD and all these different things. But they yeah. sell a big, it's like $90,000 for the machine to, to make a water-soluble version of that. So you could put really? that in water, put it on the shelf. It lasts forever. Wow. Well, thank you so much for the gifts. This is great, man. I appreciate Absolutely, that. Absolutely, man. I, I mean, appreciate that. You spend all your time helping promote people. You know, you got to spread yeah. the love. That's true. The it, love goes around, man. But you know, I got to start this off with an icebreaker. Break it up. Would you rather give up social media or eat the same food every day for the rest of your life? Social media <laughs> or... That's tough. Uh -huh. can, can, I, can, I be, can I be Amish and keep social media for work? But not for personal. How they, you know? No, it can't be no social no. media at all. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna eat some tacos every day. I guess because okay. Um, I mean, there's too many opportunities using yeah. social media to promote, and I mean that's majority of my business is to yeah. help people learn how to promote themselves. So right. I guess I'll take one for the team and just eat, figure out something good and just eat that. I like that. Sounds good. And speaking about promoting your business, and everything. So let them know what you're about, your business and your marketing. Uh, Colin can help. Colin help. Colin can help. Dot com. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, I think I mentioned it earlier. It's hard, hard to remember what was on camera or not. Artists, uh, writers, musicians, yeah. small businesses. Um, none of them know how to market. Yeah. Not none of them, but most people don't know how to market. Yeah. Especially yeah. musicians, um, content creators, people that you're trying to get famous on the internet or you're trying to make money. Right. But you don't know how to promote yourself. Right. Um, right. Most people don't have a have a website. They think that Instagram is all you need or facebook is all you need but every six weeks or something you hear a different thing with algorithms yeah. things like that but with your website not only are you collecting all the data that they're making billions of dollars off of right but you control what it looks like you control what's being featured you control the user experience um and people aren't doing that wow i'm um, a big area that i'm pushing to is musicians 
why ever there's a lot of musicians that oh, come, come, through, come, them, come through these doors so i'm so many i'm happy to be able to to, to kind of give these ideas out on yeah. the shows particularly because i think a lot of people could actually take these down right um every musician needs to have a podcast mm -hmm. the fact that they don't is ridiculous they need a podcast and a website reason why mm -hmm. pillar content if you're already a musician you're going to have music you're going to have creative people around you yep. you could all you got to do like we're doing set up a microphone set up some cameras and record things or i was just uh, talking with zatorius um i always fuck this up i think it's kentucky he's out of yeah. uh rapper okay but, okay um he had the idea kind of to embrace the colin canel music philosophy of right. put out s singles mm -hmm. but each song should have a podcast equivalent to it Ooh, so hold on you're saying artist Chappelle single with the podcast as well right so kind okay. of like your behind the scenes documentary or if, if it's a song that's telling the story kind of tell a similar story or tell the real backstory right um and then i, I don't know how you you wow. are you still using soundcloud yeah i use it yep yep shout um, soundcloud <laughs> well i've recommend during this philosophy to use anchor.fm oh yeah anchor is um, my main one though the reason being is because you don't have to have no following and they'll pair mm -hmm. you up with anchor at least anchor as a sponsor yeah yep. so Right now, artists are trying to make a living off streaming, which is ridiculous because it's like point zero 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 four cents per stream that they're Ooh, making. So what's the best way for them to make money then? So the with this, you're still going to put music out on Spotify and iTunes and things like that. But by doing the podcast equivalent and running it through Anchor and putting a, about a one minute ad for Anchor somewhere within this content. So either at the beginning or put it as a mid roll, mm -hmm. um, you're going to get uh, $10, 10 to $15 per thousand streams. That's not bad. So you're going from point zero 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 four to about a penny per per stream. And but that, okay, keep going. Yeah. What you're doing there is you're giving extra value content. Right, right. You're giving that behind the scenes. You're giving this whole, uh, like either talk to the people that are the producers or other people that are on the song about the making of the song, or give you you could take it so many different directions for yeah. what you want to do for that background content. But then you're you're allowing the the audience to get the personality of you, not just the music, not just hey share my stuff. I hear myself. Keep going. In my keep going. You're good. Like, oh, I was yeah. trying to share. Keep going. You're good. Keep going. <laughs> but uh, so so what you're doing there is you're allowing yourself to really get in front of your personality, yeah. opposed to just buy my stuff, check my stuff out, go stream, go stream. Like you're just keep right. telling people, opposed to giving that authentic story. Because yeah content creator it's all about telling a story it's all about giving value that other people aren't to set yourself apart i agree so you put it all out on spotify like you're doing mm -hmm. you hope to get that point oh four for the people that just want to listen to the music mm -hmm. but then you are you're also doing this podcast equivalent which you do your talk show kind of thing but mm -hmm. then at the end you play that song right right and if it's a weekly thing or depending on how much music you have built up you could do it more often but that would then allow your regular income plus that. Mm. The other component is your website. Okay. 15, 15 to 25 bucks a month. An artist could have a website with unlimited storage, processing for payments, mm. and have their whole discography available for sale. Mm. While at iTunes or Spotify, whatever, yeah. sell your music and you get, I think, a 70%. Not yeah, bad. Yeah. But sell each song for 50 cents. Right. 50 cents in your mind, fuck, I got 50 cents in the door of my car all the time. Mm -hmm. A dollar sounds a lot more. Okay. It's, it's a paper thing. But if you could get, say, what, let's do the math easy. That's mm -hmm. 10 people to give you 50 cents a song. That's $5. Right, right. It would have taken you like 250 streams to make $4. So you're going to help artists 
do that or you help? Yeah, that's what that's the, exactly. Oh, so you want to help them distribute their stuff pretty much. I want to teach them how to give them the platform. Uh, there you go. Okay, you you get it. with Colin Can it. Help. We set up the website. Uh-huh. We set up, you know, make sure that your social media, you have right. the same handle on each platform the same way you got lavish journey everywhere so yeah. that people know that brand identity right right but then instead of saying hey go to spotify fuck that hey go to lavish journey yeah go to go to my yeah. website yeah once you're there there you make sure you have that facebook pixel installed mm-hmm. you use that at all yet yeah it's on there exactly. yeah yep <laughs> i'm hip so i mean that way when you're running an ad when you have that new episode coming yep. out or that new single coming out you're already got everybody that's coming if they've been to your website, they're more likely to buy. Mm-hmm. Target them every day. Mm. And that's where kind of having, um, it's amazing what I could do lately with a dollar a day in ad spend on Facebook. So tell us about that, man. How's that been going for you with um, the ads on Instagram, Facebook, and everything? Worldwide is the, the word you need to know if you're doing anything with Facebook ads or Instagram ads. Okay. Um, you have a worldwide product. Mm-hmm. This show could be streamed all over the globe. Yeah. But so many people with a podcast are focused on just being the number one Cleveland podcast. Yeah, buddy. Which, by the way, you're killing it on Pound Cleveland Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's like 60% you, some (laughs) white girl that I don't think even makes a podcast, but Uh, just has like really good photos. Yeah. And then I got a little couple sprinkles in there. Hey, marketing one-on-one. Exactly. But what what that does Mm -hmm. is for about $5, -hmm. I'm getting three to 4,000 likes on a post. Right, right. And you, you put that out to where if it's you and me on a clip, mm-hmm. you're targeting podcasters worldwide, people that like talk shows or whatever the topic is. Right, right. But by doing that, you get that social proof. Mm. So if a post that you don't promote gets 20 likes, mm. but you promote a post, put three or four dollars behind it. I think I made a post. If you wouldn't if you wouldn't put five dollars behind a post, don't make it. Right. But by doing that, three, four thousand people that already like those things see your things and that builds. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, as long as you do things right, you got a good link in bio or a link tree or whatever. Yes, yep. So that way, yep. it, it, that's the top of the funnel. So you're p- paying so little to get all these attention. There's so much attention in India, Singapore, China. Yeah. You're a nobody yeah. in America. Everybody thinks, oh, you're just a podcaster. But Korea will look at you and be like, oh, did you see that? This, is dope. You're right. this shit is you're dope. Right. It's yeah. American culture. <laughs> yep. They're talking a whole different perspective. I feel you, man. So kind of just. And taking that same model, not just musicians, but yeah. artists, anybody that's trying to make anything on the internet, you're taking that same piece, that same song, or that same piece of art, and putting it into as many different mediums as you can. Because, yeah. like we were saying before on camera, if you have a good video, great. Not yeah. everybody cares, but you need audio. Then mm-hmm. you need subtitles. Can do a whole transcription of that. You got 15 different things off of one pillar piece of content. Your, I agree. Your song or your podcast, yeah. but. With, with it back to the musician thing, think about how much more money that is going to a musician's pockets. A ton of money, man. And definitely money to help them reinvest to make more money, man. If, if they're smart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. How, also, how many musicians come through this door? My friends, your friends, people you don't know, mm-hmm. they're broke. They think they're never going to make it, but they're not putting $20, $30 a month behind promoting themselves. They're paying yeah. for studio time or whatever, or what, whatever it is that they're doing to make their music, right. buying beats and stuff, but... How are you going to make money if you're trying to, the best thing that you're trying to promote, you're getting paid 0.00004 cents. Mm. There's no money in that. But to have your, like you've heard it for years, have your own masters, have control of your content to put out on your own website. There's no reason any musician shouldn't be doing that. You have your whole EPK. 
you, you used to have to send those out in, you know, like a disc form or whatever. You know, I, I just told somebody that. I said, it's not that it's easier to become an artist in today's era, but it's easier to become an artist. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? I you mean, it's, it's, it's definitely oversaturated yeah. in the same way. I mean, I'm a podcaster encouraging everybody else to have a podcast, but there's also yeah. 7 billion ears yep. that could listen to it if you find the right market, if you tap yep. into it. Where, I mean, it's why wouldn't you start a podcast? Yeah. Why wouldn't you start a, a website? You know, mm -hmm. like if you're going to do it, if uh, I forget who it was, somebody I was talking to had a really good quote about musicians. If they're mm -hmm. going to put their blood, sweat, heart, and tears into music, why not put a little bit of money into marketing? Why not learn the skills yourself right. so you don't have to hire somebody? Okay. Like, Again, I should be saying, everybody, come shop with me. But yeah, yeah. by all means, I'd come much... Come shop with them, y'all. Nah, come shop with them. <laughs> but I, by all means, I'd much rather pay a one-time fee for, mm. not necessarily a class, but like a walkthrough. Let me come over, sit down. This is what you want to do. This is how you want to set things up. Give you that framework mm. and let you put it to work. That's I don't want to go make updates to your website for whatever amount of dollars per day. So you want to teach the game, it sounds like, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like, that, that's, that's where the longevity, I feel, mm. for content is. Mm. Consistently make content. Consistently preach and give the game. Go to yep. those different groups and talk to the different people about, this is how I do it. This is how people pay me to do it. Yeah. This is what's worked. This is what hasn't worked. And, you know, every, not everybody is willing to say, well, I put $100 into this thing and it flopped. Yeah. I am. You know, I mean, why not? Like, yeah, I put a hundred dollars there, but that lesson there might have made me a thousand in another endeavor. Right. We we got to take L's in order to make Absolutely. money, man. You know, you got to take risk. I learned that too. I lost a lot of money, but I also gained money with things. You know what I mean? You don't really lose it. You just learn it. You just spend it in a way you didn't already think you were doing. Yeah, that's cool too. Shit, it's all about those experiences, man. So, was there ever a moment like you did lose money and you just kind of like what the fuck you know what i mean um yeah absolutely especially this corona thing um, oh yeah you know yeah. when i'm trying to market already to a client a, a audience that doesn't necessarily have much money to spend they're relying on that nine to five job to pay for marketing to right. pay for a website and that that just gets taken out from under them that budget. um you know like yeah. i was saying before i was trying not to do any bit of other work just straight focus on marketing but mm -hmm. i lost 10 clients in three days wow just because as soon as they had no job, they knew they couldn't pay for another thing. Mm -hmm. um, but my what the fuck type moment was uh, a client fired me because they thought I wasn't spending enough money on their on their I mean enough time on their account. And uh, were they paying? No, nah, man. Go ahead. They were, they were underpaying. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> gave them too sweet of a monthly deal, uh -huh. about a quarter of what I normally charge. But right. I, I I liked what they were doing. They were going to give me full control. I was like, all right, you know. I, I feel let, Again, let me give you my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Take a little bit of money and go. So instead, they fire me and hire somebody that's exclusively marketing PR for their their niche. Mm. And uh, when I was working for them. Each post was getting about 1,500 to 2,000 likes. That's pretty good. Their PR post person, 5 to 15. Oh, so you yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they, they average's not good. They thought that I wasn't giving enough value for what their money was. I uh, don't know what they got charged at the other place, but right. people that are industry-specific are usually pretty more expensive, and they're getting nowhere near the value that they were. I grew their Facebook account like 14,000% in a month. Mm. <laughs> mm, yeah. by, by using those little tactics of yeah. if you write books if you write scary books it's an easy thing through Facebook or Google to go and target people that have a Kindle so right. you make sure that they have the device that your stuff plays on right. the same way for a podcaster you make sure that somebody likes Spotify or likes iTunes Connect by finding those things you already know that they're using it you're there target boom mm. go worldwide so that your cost is lower 
but by finding if 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 you put a dollar a day mm-hmm. that's 30 30 bucks a month that's what eight of these 10 of these yeah don't drink those <laughs> Say, no, seriously. You know that what I mean? dollar means a lot, man. In the same way that people used to look at the stock market of every time you got a paycheck, put X amount of dollars mm-hmm. into a stock market or a mutual fund. It's the same way with ads or a website or what have you. Like right. we're talking a website, what's your hosting? 10, 15 bucks a month? Uh, Somewhere in like that ballpark? $12 a month, some shit like that, yeah. So that's $12 a month. That's yeah. two wraps. Yeah. You know, what I mean, yeah. instead, instead of going out and getting three, three Starbucks, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Instead of a five dollar a day Starbucks, put a five dollar a day um, ad campaign together, yeah. um, and imagine how many more eyes and eyes that actually give a shit about what you're doing, opposed right. to just uh, anybody. You know, right. you, you could target in to a specific neighborhood if you're a business, or a specific niche if you're a content creator, and people don't do it. They talk shit about, oh well. Facebook only gives me 3% of organic reach. You don't pay Facebook a dime, so you should be happy that you could mm-hmm. reach 3% mm-hmm. of anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not content with 3%, so I'm going to put a couple of dollars behind it yep. so people actually see what I'm doing. Um, I agree. And a lot of people with that, why would you just put $5? Nobody gives a shit about a post. I made a thing the other day. I hope you saw it about vlogging. Kind of, mm-hmm. I think I took that from I was watching one of your things. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not about, nobody gives a shit about what your day looks like. You had your, you know, you're brushing your teeth, you had your meal, you go and driving around. Nobody cares. But if you could yeah. tell a story the way that you kind of pull a lesson yeah. out of your vlog each day of, right. you know, it's about this or today I learned this by doing this. Like you're telling the story and using that other stuff just as B-roll, not as that main yeah. thing. You're you're actually getting awareness and building stuff that way. I'm glad somebody recognized that. Thank you. But yeah, that's, that's true. I, yeah. I can't come on the show and not know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's now. true though. I like to document. Like this is going to be documented. I'll talk about it later. You know, I'm not trying to take every step. Hey, look at this. Look at this. That's boring. You know, right. that's cool. That. But yeah, man, I definitely get you on the marketing aspect. You do got to push. I actually did ads for a minute. I don't do them no more, but I used to do them. That's how I first started off the lavish journey on my personal page. I ran ads and I was getting all these international people. But it was one thing that kind of made me a little query about it. I was like, OK, can you understand what I'm saying? Well, it makes you wonder, I, I'm, though. I'm glad that you mentioned that yeah. because another po- portion of when you're going through and Another thing I like to point out, do not boost a post. You are wasting your money Ooh, if you click why? boost post. Let them know why. Um, it's kind of like you could drive an uh-huh. automatic car or you could drive a, ma- a, a, a manual. Yeah. That's dead, but that's okay. Um, so uh-huh. with, with an automatic car, it's going to shift gears. It's going to drive like it's supposed to. It's going to do fine. But a sports car always has a stick shift so that you, you know through the RPMs. Right. You know every click of when you want to do things. You know exactly when to hit the clutch. Right. So the boost post, it, they kind of just go through your audience. Like a boost post is good if you're just trying to go to somebody that already follows you. But oh, so already people that's following you. Yeah. So a boost oh, post okay. essentially is where I said you're getting that 3% organic. A boost post will get you to 10, 15, okay. a little bit more, depending on how much money you put up behind it. But right. by going through your ads manager, it's kind of every step of the way so mm-hmm. you have a very good point a lot of the people that are following my stuff now are from india mm-hmm. but americans are dumb we speak one language mm-hmm. most of the rest of the country speaks whatever they do plus english plus another right. few things but they have an option to make sure that they do speak english okay so depending on your content if if you have a multilingual audience you know if you're doing a spanish show or something <laughs> you could do english Coming and home. spanish yeah but if, if all of that you talk about is English, exactly. It does you no good to get in front of an audience that doesn't speak English, that doesn't read English. Yeah, that's what I was going through. So though. all you got to do is click English, uh-huh. and they all, at least 
have filed on a form that yeah. their main language is English. I got to look into that because it made me kind of like, I was getting a lot of views, but I was like, hmm, the engagement doesn't feel real. You know, that's one of those people like, are they giving me fake people? <laughs> well, and then like kind of, I forget if I mentioned before, but it's not about just getting that like, that like is you get that no, serot views, serotonin yeah. and whatnot, but the whole idea is to get them from a post that kind of gives a blink, you uh, know, the little the clip note, Yeah. then go to my website for the full article. Because that way I could actually track all that information and everything. Oh, yeah. Or same too in the yeah, way, yeah. don't promote a post that is just fluff. Mm -hmm. Have something that has a call to action that has, as soon as you read, hey, do you live in Cleveland? That sparks okay. that interest of... Say, so what's a good post people should post in? Like a good marketing scheme you recommend? Um, if you're doing an ad, video works better than photo. Okay. Um, you, uh, you want to do video about 15 seconds. Boom. Get my attention right, right away. Yes. So, I mean, people are just scrolling. Uh -huh. We're in a TikTok society of, I want 15 seconds. If you don't have me there, you don't have me at all. Yep. Um, but then also have some sort of call to action right at the beginning of your text part of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hey, landscapers. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Kind of just... Get their attention either from a boom, audio, visual, right. color, whatever. Um, but then you have to provide some sort of uh, initiative. Mm -hmm. Don't just promote a post because you want more likes on it. You know right. what I mean? Um, I want more likes. We're going to promote this picture of me just sitting here. Yeah, I mean, if, that, if that's how you <laughs> I mean, want your ego stroked, I mean, that's cool. But Some like, people do that, though, man. It's, it's not the best of investment, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I believe in that. Five <laughs> pictures. I mean... You got to remember, though, in this generation, though, as content creators, you know, we always try to say don't focus on likes and stuff. But sometimes I think me personally, I get wrapped into it sometimes as a content creator. Um, like, I this, of course, I'm going to keep up putting out content. But I'm like, oh, damn, this video didn't get that much likes. Hmm, I wonder why. It makes me kind of readjust my uh, marketing scheme in a way. I, I think you need to separate that's you need to separate mm. performance with. Uh, how do I want to say that? You want to separate where you're like, wow, how come this didn't get likes? Right, right. I look at that more so as an organic post that doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But when you're paying to promote a post, that's where doing an A-B test is fantastic. Okay. So say I just said something great 30 seconds ago. You got a 30-second clip. Yeah. Run the same clip but run it to two different audiences or the same clip with two different texts. Mm -hmm. So that way, I mean, it's... There's no clip that doesn't have a market, I feel. Right. Um, it's just you might not be appealing to the right market. Mm -hmm. So The same way that there's no bad music, it's just not the music for you at the right time. Wow. Um, That's true. But if something's not performing organically, put $2 behind it and send it to people in California making $55,000 a year. Next week, put $2 towards people in Florida that like hippos mm -hmm. or you know like you do a lot of those icebreakers those are those type of things of quick, quick a, a, a quick one two like highlight reel of some weird off the wall questions mm -hmm. with a little graphic of lavish journey yeah lavishjourney.com and bling bling <laughs> yeah like it keeps that interest of like i don't know what that was but i want to go see more yeah so like you yeah. just got to build like we were saying you don't need to build a story you need to get attention and from there that's done yeah. then it's just how many times do you want to work it to try to put it in front of an audience that mm. gives a shit. That's the key, and that that's usually like the uh, the hardest part right now. Because me personally, I'm not I'm not trying to spend money on marketing right now because I'm trying to do so much other shit. So all my reach is organic. But you know, what? I like it though at the same time. 
it kind of makes me bust my ass to go out here because I do Uber a lot. Right. I'm like, hey, watch this. Follow me here. But when I do get more money, I definitely plan on doing some big time organic reach. I think I want to, um, when I travel around like the states, I probably market each state or some shit. I don't know. Marketing is key, though. I have noticed that, though. Yeah. Uh, I- as soon as you said that, a thing that came came uh-huh. to mind is you could either spend time or you could spend money. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm time. I'm like, and I I used to be spend the time, uh-huh. but now that I, I've realized, all right, well, if if it takes me an hour to, you know, go yeah. talk to five different people, or yeah, you know, my my average rate is thirty five to forty five dollars an hour. So uh-huh. like. Uh, rich man, what is it? I always forget the book. Rich dad, poor dad, or you know. Oh, you, you I started know, that book. I started. You got, you got to finish it because yeah. something that they say in there is, know what your hour is worth. Right. If right. you could hire somebody for less than that hour, hire them. Right. If it's more, that's where you got to weigh the pros and the cons. But yeah. where you're happy with organic reach, again, put that latte away. Uh-huh. Put three dollars towards something else, and then that could create that opportunity. That sparks it. Like you're saying, if you're going on a cross-country trip, if you're Boom. in Ohio, mm-hmm. start your promotion for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Get the, get a buzz. See if you can find any buzz in Indiana, anybody to work with, anybody to go interview, and kind of use that paid promotion. Um, like for my podcast, put in a dollar a day behind just a graphic of, are right. you an entrepreneur? Are you an entertainer? Oh, that is a attention grabber, man. And then that gets them to the website to fill out a form, right. which then I have your information. Mm-hmm. Then I, I look you up real quick. I, you know, like I've, I've made it a process to, to get on the show and I'm, I'm running this one by you. I'm thinking about charging people to be on the show. Okay, go for $25 it. to be on the show. Mm-hmm. $25 then goes towards ads. So you're paying to be on the show, mm-hmm. but that also then gives me $25 to then get your your story, the, the best clips out there, to ten to 20,000 people. So it's not you give them like a marketing plan way. You get an interview and I'm promoting you. I'm putting in work right. to promote you to even even bigger audience. I think that's good if they're serious about becoming, you know, being promoted. You know? Ex- exactly. You're doing such... It's amazing what podcasts do for free. Yeah. How much time you spend editing up a video or sitting down here, spending <sighs> the time to talk to somebody for an hour or two hours, whatever it is. Yep. You know, not charging for that. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I could charge $600 for all the time that I put into an hour's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But by, by just making it also makes somebody that much more committed if they're putting 20 bucks up or whatever. Right, right. To where people have to then understand that it's not just about, I'm not trying to make $25 to fucking... <laughs> Do whatever, Just go but waste that it, allows yeah. then also puts me into X Games mode when I'm yeah. editing because you're like, all right, well, I got twenty five dollars. It gives me five different campaigns at five dollars each, or mm-hmm. you could break things up to where if you made twenty clips and put a dollar behind each of them. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of numbers. Uh, face on Facebook, I did uh, I think five to eight dollars to promote the Envirostar. Okay, how did that go? Fifteen thousand views in a weekend. Mm, that's pretty good. Uh, every other one that I've done is about 15,000 views in a weekend at 2 or $3 a day. Now, when the people get those views, do they actually engage with the content, or is it like that quick just advertisement for you? Um, you're going to get the majority of them to get you the 3 to 30 seconds. Okay. But then you could also, um, that's the part I missed in when you're doing these ads, is so I get 1,000 comments or 1,000 likes on, say, an Instagram post. Okay. 
you don't just leave it at there. You go through, follow a bunch of the people and kind of, or go and click on their profiles and go engage, start mm-hmm. the conversations. Right, or right. if they liked one of your posts, right. go look at their profile, like three of their things and give them a, a encouragement thing. Mm-hmm. It's a Gary Vee thing he said for years and it fucking works. Oh yeah, we see it. <laughs> when we I do, it. when I do that, spend 20 minutes per account per day, oh. I'll get five or 600 people yeah. either following me or extra people where you're seeing, you're like, oh, I like their stuff the other day. Now they're following a bunch more of my stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you actually have to be social on social media. Yeah. People, like, how many people do you know that have a private profile on Instagram? I don't get that. Unless they they don't have a brand, but I don't get that. I know a lot of people that have brands and their profile is private. Why? <laughs> I, I, I've done a lot of consultations with people. Yeah. I, I don't know why my Instagram's not growing. It's well, private. <laughs> you have to approve them to see your stuff, which takes two days. They're not interested, and they've already gone through enough profiles. They don't care about you but, anymore. But listen here, though. I want I want everybody seeing my stuff. I want everybody seeing what then I do. Then you probably <laughs> shouldn't be posting it to the fucking internet. But but but, but <laughs> it's my profile. It's that ain't me though. It's always an excuse. But uh, uh, I see to what me you're that's saying. like the same same girl that goes out to a nightclub that has a g string and a bra and is like, why are you why are you staring at my ass? Because it's out there. It you post it because you want people to see it by ha- like. You're defeating the purpose by putting privacy behind a social network. It's called social. You're there to, if you don't want everybody to see it, don't post it. Bro, I want them to see my (laughs) profile, man. Like, well, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I do Uber a lot. And this one guy's like, yeah, I'm an artist and everything. I'm like, oh, cool. Let me get your Instagram. It was private. And I was like, bro, why is it private? Man, you know, I don't want everybody seeing my stuff. I'm like, bro, let's say if I was interested in what you did in your music. I'm going to get turned away instantly. I may send you a request, but it's still going to turn me away. Like, whatever. I'll check on it another day. Right. So, I agree, man. Yeah. I, That's I, a good tip. <laughs> it's those people, and we talked a little bit about them before, these people that are uh, gurus or experts. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that, those. Uh, the other day, there was this lady in the Facebook group, and she was trying to give WordPress advice. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at her stuff, and I, what she's saying just doesn't make sense. So when I see stuff that doesn't make sense, I'm I'm inquisitive. I, right. I go through the profile, kind of follow the links, and see what they're doing. She was some social media expert, brand uh, brand consultant, or you know all the different crazy terms. She's essentially, meaning she's trying to do what I do and, and help build brands and create wealth for people. Yeah. But she had 132 followers on Instagram and like a hundred something on Facebook. Mm. She had a website when she's trying to give WordPress advice. She had a Squarespace website, which the social media links in the footer went to Squarespace, not her stuff. So you're trying to tell people how to start a blog and how to invest their stuff. And you're giving the same, like I equate it to when the president tries to tell you to inject Clorox. Mm -hmm. Like, is it a possibility? Have you tried that yet? No. How's it going for you? (laughs) I'm trying to live. Um, But, uh, I hate people like that because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people are going onto the internet and going to forums and trying to learn. Yeah. I'm all for that. By try to build the brand, try to figure out content marketing. It's hard. There's a lot of information and it changes every day. But these people out here that say that they're, you know, a, you're not a brand expert if you have a hundred followers. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I see you're just starting out in a way, but if you're out here trying to charge some real prices, really say right. you're a brand expert, and I look at your page. And I don't see your posting at least every day or every other day. I'm not going to take you serious on that. And I see you only have like 30 followers. I'm definitely not going to take you serious. Yes. How, how are you going to help me build my brand when your brand has so many flaws in it just from uh, from the instance? Exactly. See, for me, I want to do that one day. But me personally, I want to build my brand show that this shit works. It's working, but I want to, you know, hit that point. Right. Like, okay, it works. Exactly. <laughs> and, th- and that's why 
the last time I was here, I preached websites because I know yeah. websites true and true. Yeah. This time I'm preaching the my music philosophy and yeah. I'm preaching ads because, like you said, I yeah. spent the time, I spent the money yeah. to every one of my posts that I promote is four to five thousand extra likes. It's bringing in different leads. It's doing these things. Yeah, I saw them, man. I, I have the data now that shows, look, this is my dollar a day. This is what I do for three dollars. You know, the different tiers because I've self-tested them. The same way that you trust a... a, a LeBron James, you've seen mm-hmm. him hit a hundred thousand shots. Throw him yep. the ball; he's probably going to make it. Yep, yeah. You know, I so agree. like that brings me to another thing I've been working on. Um, shout out to Scuff Mixon. I had a conversation with Scuff. him the other night. Yeah. Um, we all know that he does the some of the best music, if Man. not the best music, in Cleveland. Dude keeps new levels after new levels, but he's also an artist. Yeah. Like that, like the alien stuff. That's his shit. And yeah. uh, I, I've, I, I think it's about a hundred fifty dollars or so that he charges to do album art. A lot of different wow. artists pick him up because he yeah. has his own unique style and it's great. We were talking, he was doing a mural the other day and he told me what he was charging for it and I did the numbers. I was like, that's not enough. Right. Flat out, it's not enough. And I've learned that with my own, both marketing, landscaping, all the other business that I've done. You, If you have skills and people know you have skills, you have to charge more than you think it, it's worth to you. If you had a hundred dollars in your bank account, you have a different value on art than somebody with a thousand dollars. I bank agree. Account. I agree. And by by not just him by any means, but so many creatives, freelancers, independents, myself included, have undercharged, and then people don't trust the value because you don't trust in yourself to put a high enough dollar on it. Mm. So creatives, musicians, that's also why I'm telling musicians stop fucking streaming, stop promoting Spotify and iTunes, promote your brand. Put money in your pocket. Like you said it best earlier. It's never been an easier time to make money. Mm-hmm. But you have to put money in to make money. In the same mm-hmm. way that organically you're hitting you know, 50 views each, that extra dollar could get you into those eyes of, hey, that guy actually is doing something. Yeah. And it gets that, get next, that, big following. that next guest that comes in here that shares one thing and it goes on Reddit or whatever and it blows. You. Exactly. This right now. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's meeting the different people and just doing things. So yeah. why people aren't investing in themselves, that's Colin, kind of the Colin Canup thing right now. Wow. You know, everything you said, I 100% agree with, man. I 100% agree with. Everybody agrees <laughs> with what I say. And it's a Gary Vee thing of... But they don't do give, it. Give your best shit out. And some people will do it. Most people won't. And that in between is my margin for business of... Yeah. You know what I said is right, but you don't want to put in the time. Mm-hmm. Then it costs the money. Like we said earlier, it's either time or money. Yeah. And, what, and consistency. Yeah. You know, which one do you want to put in and how often are you ready to put it in? That's true. I mean, you're up to, what episode are you on the podcast now? Oh, man, we like 143, I don't know, something like that, man. Right? Most, <laughs> yeah. most podcasts don't last past eight episodes. Mm. People think it's this Dang. big, rich money game. It's not. You know? Oh no, nah, man! It's it's really um I hate to say a job, but it's it's a task, bro. Editing, some of these appointments, got this equipment. Like you got to spend money to to do this shit to improve. Speaking it. of equipment too, you did a fantastic job on the remodel down here. Oh, I appreciate it. It's one it, of man. those fun things. I always always love to watch that builder mentality of yeah. like, all right, so he's tearing everything down. It's it's got to be a major renovation if he's shutting the podcast down for a month. Yeah, and man. then you know, I mean, it looked like you did almost everything yourself, didn't you? Yeah, yep, yep. Put up the wall, put a drywall. My first time doing it. My dad did the ceiling, but yeah, I painted, put down carpet. It was a journey, and shout out to YouTube. Right. I watched YouTube, and I was like, okay, how to put a drywall? Hmm, you know, put the nails, I nailed it up and put the mud on. Right. Hmm, how to sand, and it taught me. 
And shout out to technology for that, you know? Absolutely. Like I was saying earlier, that's I, how you learn shit. That, that's about to be me for the next, like, six months buying this old beat-up house, you uh -huh. know? It's like where a lot of people... I paid so little for this house in yeah. comparison to what people look at houses, you know? Yeah. But me, I'd rather put 40 grand into buying a house and put another 40 of my own, what exactly what I want, mm -hmm. opposed to buying an $80,000 house. And then you got to put money into that still. Exactly. Still, no matter what you do. Not, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Why wouldn't you start with less bones yep. and build it to your own? Where, you know, if it's a podcast studio or a bedroom or we're about, or to, put, we're about to get chickens. Right. You're about to get some chickens? We're about to get chickens. Chickens. That's fucking dope. Uh, honey, I said it on live and <laughs> it's recorded like we're getting chickens. Like, it's why people don't do that, though. Uh -huh. Like. <laughs> I think it's like three chickens. You could get like six dozen eggs or something every two weeks or something. Like really, but you could then sell those eggs. You could eat those eggs. You don't have to buy eggs anymore. Wow. You know what? You are very interesting for that one. That that, that changed the game right there. I, so how much are chickens, man? Like five dollars. Like, you, you is can, it hard to take care of? I don't know anything about chickens. I, I don't man. know nearly enough oh, about okay. chickens. Okay. But, I mean, you build them the little, uh, the the what do you call it? The little enclosure that they really? hang out in and do their thing. Kind of fence it in if you want. Uh, I mean, they don't really fly much. You know, I got a question for you. Would you rather be a chicken or a turkey? Um, <laughs> turkey. Oh, why won't you get turkeys then? Because I don't really eat turkey, and I eat the shit out of chicken. Oh, so that's why you'd rather be a turkey? Yeah, like, less people eat turkey, I feel, than chicken. Really? Yeah, less people do eat turkey. Yeah, you're right, though. And, like, most chicken, yeah. most chickens in the world are in, like, a fucked up little, like, Purdue enclosure, opposed to, like, turkeys, really? I feel, are more, like, I see those over on White Road, you know? That is true, man. What's your favorite animal? Um, I feel like we did this one before. Um, definitely, I'm a dog person, as far as, like, in my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Got a shout out to Parker and Kush. Um, but if I was going to be like a wild animal, I mean, my favorite wild animal would, uh, I don't know. I, I'm i going to go way out. I used to be so afraid of snakes, but like Ooh. I've been really interested in snakes lately. Really? Like kind of taking that fear and like using education. So like, excuse me, opposed to being like, ooh, run away, cry, scream. Uh -huh. You know, like, oh, that's a black rat snake. They eat mice and non-venomous yeah. and like logical instead so of so are you out. gonna take a picture with it around your neck no that's my wife dude she'll like go and pick up a random snake in the woods you're like what are you doing we're not taking that home you were panicking before like oh shit like, oh, i panic all the time really? like my dogs would just walk right over a snake in the woods and i'm like jump and shriek and we're like oh shit oh, oh man. but like where i used to like shriek and run now it's like oh all right what are you you know also now you get i feel it man you're getting past that like that fear in the way i had a fun post a while ago on the collins conversation thing i was walking through and i was like oh today's guest snake mr snake or something like that yeah. i was like oh he's not very talkative you know like kind right. of just like trying to figure out a way to no longer be afraid of a snake we're like we don't live in a place where like if we lived out west every snake out there will kill you mm -hmm. now like in ohio like most of them are just an inconvenience if they right. fuck with you and humans are afraid of snakes but most snakes are more afraid of humans so like yeah, I do hear that though. I heard like some snakes, as soon as they see you, they just they go somewhere else. Yeah, I've heard crazy numbers of like if you saw one, then you passed like a hundred or something. I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> but that's a good thing. Shit, absolutely. It's, 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 where you at? Yeah, I'm learning to like you, but stay the fuck away, snakes. Like I still, I'm still not like no pet. Nah. Like, why people have snakes as a pet? Like, what if it breaks through the cage? Like you just wake up and it's a snake? No. no. Yeah, you know, um, you know me. I'm always. 
I'm a free spirited person, so I really don't mess with snakes too much, obviously. But even me, I was um doing Uber. This one girl was like, "Hey, you want to kick it afterwards?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It's her and friends. I just saw a kick it, y'all, and she had just a snake on her arm, and like you said, it was the pet. Man, I was freaking out, but I was like, "Wow." This person just carries, walks around with a snake on their arm. Yeah, that's not okay. That, there, there's a mental problem there. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not doing that. Right. What's what's <laughs> but, it like been in uh, the COVID era doing Uber? Oh, amazing, amazing. Um, speaking of COVID, you know, it's, it's for me, it's whatever. I enjoy doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. I take my precautions. I got my hand sanitizer. It's been really good. Though. It's been very busy because a lot of Uber drivers are scared to drive due right. to COVID. So I'm like, shit, more money for me. Right. So um, this COVID was honestly a come up for me. Let's say that. Has it been less demand of people needing rides? Is, is, or I think it's kind of shifted from people wanting to go places to now like bring me food, right? Um, Yeah. I, oh yeah, March, Uber Eats and DoorDash was hitting hard, bro. Right. Like boom, but yeah. But now it's back to normal, it's back to driving. Right. Yeah, I guess people, everything opened up. It's like, they got this. Let's go have fun. I mean, after, what was it, like two months or so? Like, I've noticed a lot of places, like, especially, like, 30 to 65-year-old white men, we do not wear masks. Yeah, so why don't you wear a mask? Why um, is that? Actually, this is another good segue. I got more shit in my bag, man. Oh, man. Um, Hey, you got some more shit in the goodie bag, y'all. Yeah, this one still comes back with me, but I wanted to show these off. Um, I'm not about the whole court, like... I was I didn't go anywhere like I shut down my show like I was social yeah, distancing yeah, and things like me. that but then like after time went on like I, I think of things of rational numbers like uh-huh. a lot of people that were getting this got it and were asymptomatic the average p- death of somebody with covid is older than the average national average of death so like if you normally would die at 75 uh-huh. or whatever the average is like it's 77 and above that are dying mm-hmm. um so like seeing things like that and you know like I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan and he's the only person that I know that's preaching immunity yeah build up your health and things yeah, like that yeah um so colin's conversations is the podcast and one of the affiliate programs that we're in is own mushrooms you know about own mushrooms everybody? absolutely own mushrooms no tell us about these own mushrooms so that is a mushroom powder um they use the whole mushroom the mycelium all of that yeah. um there's a whole bunch of different products this is the reishi mm-hmm. but this one has immune support longevity and adaptogens adaptogens are what help your cells kind of learn new things mm-hmm. they're adapting they're fighting things off they're doing things so um if you go to own mushrooms coupon code collins conversations will save you 20 percent just by knowing about collins conversations they got a great affiliate program um but having this my wife hates mushrooms her daughter hates mushrooms so, i want i want a week throw uh-huh. in this shit in everybody's food and nobody knows i was about to say ask so how do you eat um, that can you break it down for you, us real you, quick you could throw it in a smoothie you could throw it in a pot pie throw uh-huh. it in pasta um, it's just a powder. Um, so you could even put it in, like I've put it in iced tea before. Yeah. Um, but each one of these things, um, has all sorts of your vitamins, your nutrients, your omegas, different things to like keep your body healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mushrooms have a crazy history. Like Americans yeah. were dumb. Like we're like, ew, mushrooms are gross. They come in a can, they're greasy, they're shitty. But like, whether it's the psychedelic mushroom, whether it's the Reiki, the, the, the <laughs> yeah, turkey, yeah. like they're doing things for humans. Yeah. Um, there's the power e- of the mushrooms. There's even speculation that Christianity be started because they ate a lot of mushrooms. Really? Yeah. You ever seen those? I, I have to look this there's up. There's documentaries, there's books, there's a lot of, like, I don't want to speak too much because I'll say the wrong I thing. I got you, but I like, got you. Um, or think about over in India. They, yeah. They, the cow is sacred. Yeah. Where, where do magic mushrooms come from? Cows. So, kind of shows that they, you long time ago, were like, something do not let that cow die because it made me feel great after right. i pulled that mushroom 
but I mean, these aren't going to get you high. They're not going to make you see. They probably think, oh, there's psychedelics in the No, there's no psychedelics. They're fully legal. They shipped yeah. to all 50 states. But I'll have this one. And then I've yeah. got a couple of different ones. They have an immune, a, like a blend for wow. immunity. So by just throwing it into your smoothie or throwing it into anything, it allows you to get extra extra health. Mm. Um, and that's what we need right now. A lot and not only that. immune system, but it's helping um, the uh, lion's mane. That's great for your brain. Attention. Really? Opposed to in America, we go for the caffeine, the sugar. Yeah. Then we, then we talk about me, man. And I mean, <laughs> I'm, dr- I'm drinking it right here. I'm we're American. talking about me. Yeah, I, I, I am. I do love caffeine. Because it's easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, coffee, whatever, it's a quick boost. Where if you were to go with, throw your CBD in something, throw the mm-hmm. mushrooms in something, kind of find a way to kind of keep putting all yeah. those things together. What? Then you're good to go. Speaking of CBD, that gives you energy too? CBD is not going to give you energy. I was like, hold on, but what? what it is going to do is it's going to cut down on inflammation, which is going to make it easier oh, to move. I got you. So, again, where we think, boom, take a pill, take a magic pill, you're smarter, you're skinnier. Oh, yeah. All those other yeah, things. Yeah. No, but if you keep consistent, like we're talking content, consistency, yep. your diet. And again, yeah. I'm drinking fucking Mountain Dew, so I'm a hypocrite, but I understand and I'm aware, and each day I try to figure out how do I get less of that and drink more water. Of course, or yeah. I'll, instead of taking six of these, I'll make sure I have one of those, drink a couple waters, right. throw some mushroom powder in my stuff, you know what I mean? Kind of keep everything a well well Like, it's easier to do routine maintenance than to go back and have to do an operation. Mm. And we don't do that in this country. That's cool, <laughs> man. That's but that's I'm why saying. I'm not afraid of COVID is... I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm active. And I, I've heard a lot of the stuff too is most of these people that are dying, and actually I think it's like 70% of our country is deficient in vitamin D. Really? Something that you can get from milk, go out to the sun, they make uh-huh. pills for cheap, but it's an important part of how your body keeps homeostasis and we're fucking deficient in it. Wow. I feel like we deficient in vitamin D and iron in a way too, they say. Uh, I think that's person to person, but most people are dehydrated. Yeah, dehydration. Most people are deficient in vitamin D. We're not getting enough of all these things that are readily... Like, think about when COVID first hit. Everything in the freezer section was gone. Fruit. It was out of here, man. But fruit, vegetables, all that shit was readily available. Nobody was touching them, walking right past to go get the frozen mango. Now, why do you feel they didn't want to go to the fruits or get fruits? Because everybody's worried. They're thinking, I got to stay in the house. That's going to spoil. But you could go buy fresh fruit, cut it up, and freeze it. Right. 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 I mean, you're worried about a disease. Why would you go for chicken fingers? Delicious. Good reason. I love chicken fingers. Shout out to Raisin Cane's. Oh, I forgot you love Raisin Cane's. Yeah, you know, he doesn't like Raisin Cane's. Oh, oh my God. Look, you like the sauce, though? I will not touch the sauce. So you don't like the sauce? I will not touch the sauce. If Raisin Cane's had barbecue sauce, they're great. You know That's your pitch? Yeah, but you need barbecue sauce. I've gone to the one over on the west side, and they have an Aldi right next uh-huh. door. I go to Aldi first, get my dollar fifty thing of barbecue sauce, yeah. go to Raisin Cane's, and go get your chicken fingers. But does it taste good after that? Yeah, it's much better. Oh, so sure. the tenders are good, though? Tenders are good, overpriced, but good. Yeah, I do agree. Okay, I do agree that. I, I, the price is a little, little iffy. I'm such like, a cheap person, but like... Same. In the same way, some people see it as cheap. I know what I could get at other places for the same amount of money. And if you could go above that for a similar amount of money, you win. But for that price point of chicken finger, I could go get a lot of them in the freezer section, throw them in the oven, and they're as good or better than the McDonald's or a lot of the other ones. Oh, yeah, 100% home food. Or, you know, like yeah. the, the Raising Cane's, uh, uh, Skeleton Studios. Shout out to Skeleton Studios. Hey. They, they did a... They have a show called Tomato Tomato on YouTube. You got to uh-huh. check it out. Okay. Um, they kind of go to different places within the city and try out the best 
the chicken fingers or dumplings or right. and kind of the way that they're cinematic and they do everything. It's a real fun show to watch. Ooh. But they did Raising Cane's. I don't remember who they did it against. Um, I'm gonna check them out then, man. Yeah, it's a good show. So, um, like, what what is your favorite Cleveland Foods place or somewhere Cleveland that you would recommend? Place. Um, what are we eating? I don't know. Your just your favorite place you always um, go to in Cleveland. That number one food spot. I'm not gonna go number one. I'm gonna go <laughs> some unknown underrated. Go um, for it. Express Deli on a hundred and fiftieth. Um, some of the best wraps and sandwiches that you could get. East 150th? West. Uh, West 150th? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, like, right over by, like, the Brook Park area, I think yeah, that's Yeah, yeah. Um, small little tiny place. I think they close at, like, 5 o'clock. Um, but if you, pre-COVID, when you were actually allowed to, like, go into the regular store and stuff, like, right. if you went back and you said that you'd never been there before, they'd put, like, a full sampler. Like, you get full as fuck off of, like, trying the different things. Really? But it's all good. And they put it on, like, the, uh, like these good wraps with a little, like, garlic butter paste. Everything there is delicious. Mm. Um, coffee shop downtown, poor Cleveland. Um, if it wasn't downtown, I'd go all the time, but I hate downtown. Um, I feel you on that. I love I love walking down there when I can, but it's so it's like, hard to park. Parking it's, is a uh, bitch. Like, yeah. poor, poor Cleveland is great, but I, like if I'm going to spend a lot of money on coffee, I'd just go to Starbucks. I'm in and out. Boom, boom, boom. Not like... I got to pay $8 in a garage yeah. to go across the street or whatever. Like you recommend me Port Cleveland. I looked it up. I was like, ah, oh, if you're downtown, if you're already in the area, by all means go. Oh, yeah. Well, like it, it's, you know, a lot of things. It's a destination. If you're going to go kind of piggyback a few things, it's yeah. worth it. Um, I agree. What other underrated things do we got? Um, all right. Pizza place. Let's go to that. Let's go to that category. Who has the best pizza in Cleveland? Tony's pizza. Hands down. Tony's uh, pizza. Willoughby. Uh, right over uh, where Giant Eagle used to be. I never heard of Tony's Pizzas before. Uh, it's a w- one-man shop. Um, good pizza. It's $10, large, at unlimited toppings all year round. Mm. Um, other than that, uh, like you know, your big names like Danny Boys or Angelo's in Lakewood. Um, but lately, man, I've been eating a lot of Domino's because I'm getting fat, and it's easy, and it's $8. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of disappointed you didn't say Guy's Pizza. I, I, I don't fuck with Guy's. Oh, no! Um, I might start, though, because no. uh, you we're moving to Euclid, and there's a Guy's like right uh-huh. on the street. Yeah, it's about to be your um, favorite place now. <laughs> no, but like, I'm kind of picky with pizza. Like, it's uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't do the thin crust. Oh, no, um, I don't like thin crust. Like, it, that doesn't fill me up, man. I don't like thin and I don't like deep. It's got to be, like, the hand-tossed, like, enough, right. like not doughy, but doughy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Tony's Pizza is, is go-to. I mean, like I said, 10 bucks in limited toppings. Can't beat them. Wow. Yeah, I, I go to Guy's. That's my go-to in Cleveland, for real. Guy's Pizza. You do Angelo's in Lakewood? Angelo's in Lakewood. Haven't? No. You got to. It's, but it's a, it's can a I buy a slice, though? I only get sliced pizza. I'm cheap. You know, I'm really cheap, bro. Mm, I'm fat. I don't know. Oh, see, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if they don't got slices, I turn around, man. Because every time I go somewhere, you guys got slices? No. Up. Oh, sorry. Well, that's where the entrepreneur in you have to be. Just get get the large, go outside and film something. Be like, oh, two dollar slices. I got slices. Hey, you know that could. You're right though. <laughs> just hey, keep it more. in the front seat when you're doing Uber. Like, hey, I got slices. You know it, and those people they're they're always drunk and having a good time and they would definitely buy a slice there you go like give me an extra five dollar tips you get two slices for sure who is the <laughs> artist this year that caught your attention um you already know i'm supporting the same group of everybody uh, like somebody new though that caught your attention in 2020 who just came about in a way um i'm gonna amend that and he's been around for a long time uh-huh. i don't think he's been on your show 
um, Curly Chuck. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hip. Uh, definitely, he's got some stuff coming out that I've kind of heard a few sneak peeks. That's uh, He's another one. He's kind of just been avalanching of mm-hmm. just building on momentum. Um, Nuke Franklin's got some stuff coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, I mean, I, I keep the same group, but I like them because they make consistently good music. Mm-hmm. Well, where you're like, which one this year? You know what I mean? Like, there's not too many new, like, I've never heard of them that's on my radar, you know? Yeah. Um, who else have I been listening to? Um, I feel like there's obvious choices. Yeah, you know what? That's one thing about music. It's always a tricky question why I ask people that because there's so many different people we listen to on a daily basis, but it's hard to, like, pinpoint a few. Um, what's my most recently listened to? Yeah, locally, everybody I mentioned is that all the ones that are in here. Yeah, good artists, by the way, man. Yeah. Um, Great artists. Oh, I lied. Uh-oh. My bad, Blockhead. You know Blockhead, too, don't you? Who's Blockhead? Blockhead Johnny. I'm not hip. I feel like you guys know each other. Really? I feel like We it. probably do know each other. Um, probably so. But uh, that's a good segue to promote some more shit. Audio-needs.net yeah. um, is a project that I've... Pr- created because i feel there's a big market for this idea of again i'm trying to build money for artists help content creators and kind of like fill three needs at once where um blockhead is a great example he's a great producer he's a great rapper but um i give an option of either split royalties 50 50 or i'll buy your music and then i keep royalty money for it but the idea is to have a collection of music that's available on a website that a content creator like you could go and either download a free song or download for 50 cents or a dollar or cheap, you know, four or five dollars, whatever, depending on the amount of content. But then you get to use that in your videos, your podcast, yeah. all of that yeah. to where that way musicians get money. You get affordable things. And like I said before, with the idea of the podcast is I'm not making a ton of money off this because I'm taking every penny that I get and putting it into promotion, putting mm-hmm. it into the website, new features, new things like that. But I kind of feel the the ability to get more producers um like blockhead i bought four or five beats from him last week you know a lot of people don't sell that many beats yeah but if i could get money together buy these beats get a portfolio somebody I like you goes on now. i see yeah and then even then i might make a couple off of what i bought but then you're like oh i like this artist you right. go look them up or on the website we have the featured artist page so then you find them, and it creates, again, that tumble effect. And how much, let's say for me, for instance, I'm a content creator. I do vlogs and everything. Let's say if I want to, I just want a smooth beat. How much could I pay for one uh, through you? P- pull audio needs up. I would do it on my computer, oh, that, but well, it may mess it? up. Yeah. Um, right now, the, uh, there's a couple Blockhead Johnny beats that are 50 cents. Oh, okay. So I could buy for 50 cents. Right. You go right on. You could either pay through credit card or PayPal. Um, but... I'm about to search it right now, y'all. Audioneeds.net. Audio-needs.net. How long take you to make this website? Um, not too long. But it has uh it also has streaming on it. So you could download songs, you could buy songs, you could stream songs. Um but again, it's That's the whole, good, the man. whole idea is to connect music people with people that need music. Right. Um it's not just um I'll pull it up. Yeah, I have one bar. <laughs> Sorry, I got one bar too. That's what happens when you do uh, shit in the basement. Oh, who's your uh, your phone provider? We got Verizon. I got Sprint. You know, T-Mobile's about to take over Sprint very soon. That doesn't mean anything to me. Verizon, I hate Verizon with a passion, but they work all throughout the country. Verizon is really good though. Yeah, like I don't drop phone calls, and like other than like when I'm in a basement, you know, right. I, get, I get pretty good. Um, 
stuff. But you, you just shout them out. Verizon, he needs a sponsor. No, no, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't need Verizon as a sponsor. <laughs> but um, like that own thing, dude. Like it's huh? it's amazing what when you could find a good affiliate yeah. program, what you could do with it. Yeah, you know, I agree. like. Not only does the 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 consumer that uses my code get twenty percent off, but I'm making thirty percent off that purchase. Mm-hmm. The other last month, I had two hundred dollars from selling ten bags of mushrooms. That's pretty good, man. You can't even make that selling illegal mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah know? Like there's not that much profit in illegal drugs. So when you could find a product that's helping people that gets them a discount because they know you, and then I get money, and then on top of that, that company still makes money. Right. That's what all of my endeavors are always about: is just finding. I don't need a hundred dollars off of every person, but if I could consistently get ten dollars or one dollar, mm. like that builds. And if everybody's getting that, then everybody around you has more, and it's you know build everybody, build the community. That's what it's all about, man. I like how you said that's very well said. In fact, that's what I'm trying to do too: just build a community of just great people, and we all just find a way to eat. You know, because it's enough for everybody. I always tell people this all the time: there's enough for everybody out there to win and do all this shit. That's why you tell people how to do things. Like how you say, hey, get a website. You know what I mean? Because you know it's enough for everybody. You're not trying to be a, a greedy, like, hey, you know, I'm trying to take your money. It's like you're trying to help people grow. See? No. So this is, is the this? jam. This is available for 50 cents. Mm. It's a three minute, 38 second song. Great for anything. Yep. But again, I'm I'm helping the community by perch Like these ones, I bought this and like two other ones straight off from Johnny. Where you could download this, use it a hundred times, and it costs you fifty cents. Well, I get copyrighted. You're allowed to use it. Okay. You, you get the All full. Right. <laughs> and like again, that's the whole purpose of this is uh-huh. to give. I get the rights, uh-huh. and then I give you the rights. Oh, I get what you're doing now. Yeah, okay. it, it's not an exclusive thing, so everybody that buys that could use it. Can use it, yeah. But that way, for fifty cents, or you spend a dollar fifty, you get three beats. Right. You're winning, or I got I think twenty or thirty on there for free from Jeremiah Craig. So it, it allows somebody to get that base catalog. And as I get more connections and either, it's amazing too how many people don't want to take the 50-50 option. Yeah. Where it will cost you nothing to put it on. And mm. a lot of people don't. Mm. Where that's where I kind of originally had that mentality. But I was like, all right, if nobody wants to put 50-50, let me see what they want for that beat. Mm-hmm. Then I'll take the whole thing. Take the whole thing, yeah. You know, so then that's, you know. It might take a long time to make for 50 cents. That's genius, though, man. Yeah, and it's the same way that I do with... um, I sell hosting. I sell domains. Yep, yep. Uh, Hosting.com can help.com. I could make a lot more money by raising the rates. Right. But I make sure that I cover my cost, make a couple dollars, but Mm -hmm. then you're getting your hosting for 12 bucks. I'm still making 2 or $3 every month. If you get 10 people, that's 20 or 30 You know, building Mm -hmm. off the volume opposed to... Why try to rip one person for as much as you could get? Mm-hmm. Let everybody eat. That's true. Because then, That's true. if you bought a website and then you find out that I got something like this going on, you're like, oh, I, I need music for a video. Let me go check that out. And you're like, mm-hmm. he's taking care of me. He's been honest. He's given me all the game. Fuck yeah, I want to support him. Yeah. In the same way that you give people game, they're like, yeah. oh, here's some music. Use it on your podcast. Yep, yep. Let's go some game, y'all. That's some game right there you just gave him. Always. But, but yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. You know, I'd like to thank you once again for coming back on the show, bro, and dropping gems. That's what I'm here for. You should be able to get about 100 clips out of any interview. Oh, man. As you were speaking, I was thinking about here, content, content, content. Absolutely. Man, hey, great minds think alike, man. Absolutely. So where can everybody find you at social media-wise on this, the promotion part? Uh, I think I've mentioned it a few times, so I'll keep plugging it. Go um, for it. Anything marketing, anything business, Colin can help, um, at Colin can help on all of them or colincanope.com. The podcast is Colin's Conversations. 
available on all platforms, but go to collinsconversations.com. Um, that way you not only get the audio, but you get video, you get the kind of the backsplash of, mm-hmm. you know, this is what happened while on my way to an interview, kind of like the, the documentary of it. Yeah. Um, we got audio-needs.net for the podcasters, content creators. Um, that's still kind of just getting up and running. Um, so the only downside of trying to run five different lanes is even if you spend an hour a day on each project, like it kind of takes a while to build them. Um, that's only limitation is its catalog, which is continually growing. Um, but yeah, that's about all of them. And, uh, YouTube everywhere. Colin can help or Colin's conversations. For sure. And last but not least, what is your goal for 2020? 2020 is to not go bankrupt. Um, get this house together. That's going to be a fun one. Um, you know, I'm doing like, like I said, it's the same way you did your basement. Mm -hmm. I'm, I got a house from 1917, mm-hmm. so it's got a lot of updates. Yeah, you yeah. know, you but got it. Um, I'm tearing out a base. I'm tearing out a bathroom. I'm knocking down a garage. I'm learning how to do uh, what is it called? Flasha, spasha, whatever the oh, shit across shit. the the gutters that he yeah. holds the gutters up. Um, why pay somebody when I could learn to do? It? I have tools. You know, what I mean, it's kind of just like the same l- shit, learn man. different things. Like you learned how to do this, the, the drywall. Yeah, I was gonna think I was gonna pay somebody. That's gonna cost a ton of money. Yeah. And I was like, uh, fuck. That was a big thing with buying the house. Is uh-huh. do, what do you know about escrow? Nothing. The dumbest fucking concept in the world. What is it? So you buy a house and uh, the outside point of sale. The, the city goes around and tells you everything that's wrong with yeah. the house that you have to then put those things in your name. And fix them. Well, right. escrow is a cert- certain amount, and every city is different. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Euclid, where I'm moving to, since I'm buying the house outright, it's a 25% escrow. But mm-hmm. that means if $4,000 of things need to be uh, repaired, right. I got to give the city 1000 to hold for six months that they then give back after all those things pass. Oh, I get it. Tell now. me that's not I, dumb. Why not let me yeah. keep that thousand, put it towards more projects? Right. Or if you live in Shaker, it's a hundred and twenty-five percent. So if if it's ten thousand of repair, what is that? Twelve twelve thousand five hundred that you got to give. Is that to make sure you get the stuff fixed? Though? I guess. I, you know, I um, guess that's how they get us though. They get their money. I mean, they get that, <laughs> or like for my garage, I got to get a demolition permit and a dumpster permit. Oh yeah. yeah. Why not put the dumpster within the demolition? Who's demolishing shit that doesn't need a dumpster? true <laughs> hey that's but at the same time about, to be honest they jack you there but that's why people like you and me you learn to do it yourself so you'd be like all right well you know the, i had a, you have to do a contractor to come give you these estimates too where yeah. like luckily oh, yeah, yeah. i know contractors so i had one that i know i need my price not what you'd get somebody else i need my price because the lower number i could come up with from mm-hmm. a general contractor is less that i got to give the city to hold on oh to. yeah 100 percent. you're so saving like, money not only that but then i'll take that and then all i need is materials because mm-hmm. why pay him $50 an hour, $100 an hour when... You can do it. For his two hours, I'll buy the ladder that, you know... Oh, people. yeah, the tools and everything. No, seriously. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to always use those tools again afterwards. Exactly. So that's, that's where it's all about buying assets, whether it's music, websites, right. a hammer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Buy shit, learn how to use it, and put a price tag on it later. Dang, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's pretty dope, though. And yeah, I agree. You, you do got to do your own shit. That's for, you know, anybody out there. I know sometimes, like you said, it's two ways. Either you're going to pay somebody to do it, right. or you're going to take the time out to do it yourself. And you got to find that balance of both. That's yeah. where you got to know what your hour's worth, whether it, you're charging that every, just whatever you feel your hour's worth, whether right. it's 120, whether it's 10, hmm. you know. But if you could get it for less, pay somebody. But other than that, go learn. And then charge. Like when I was doing landscaping, it used to just be grass. Then you learned mm-hmm. how to do this. Now it's like, oh, 
I've done flooring at another place. You need a floor done, like, right. go get a couple quotes from somebody else. So I don't know what it's worth. Then you tell me the quotes. I'll beat it and you make the money. I mean, in a time where you're the government's telling you you can't go to work, you got to make anything that's up that you can. A lot of people said that. They say this uh, quarantine brought the hustle out of a lot of people. It either brought the give up or the hustle, I think. Two, yeah, but over here we hustling. But yeah, Absolutely. that's true. That's true, man. Some people gave up, but hey, if y'all gave up, you still got time to come back and hustle. Absolutely. <laughs> Immediately. But that's pretty dope. You know what? I got to install for the new game. You ready? What's that? I'm going to say a word, and you got to say the first thing that comes in mind. Got it. Camera. Bag. Colin. Can't help like a motherfucker. Earth. Is not flat. Life. Is good. Tomorrow. Uh, is better than today. Thank you so much for coming to the show, my brother. Thanks for having me on, man. We'll have you on mine once we get the new uh, new studio set up. Let's get it then, man. Absolutely. Ladies and boys girls, thank you for watching or listening to Life Journey Podcast, where we create, inspire, spread greatness. We out of here. Ready for the picture? Let's get it. I'm already there. We good.